Welcome to another episode of the Vol Bros. My name is Evan. This is my brother, Rustin. We are two Vol Bros who are actually bros. And man, we are so excited about our show today. Uh, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. When we started this podcast, we had some, you know, dreams and stuff in the future. Like, well, who do we want to have on the show? That kind of stuff. Well, let me tell you, today is one of those days. Rustin, how excited are you to have our, our special guest that we'll introduce here in a second on the show today? This is going to be awesome. A lot of fun. So many people are well aware that there are only two coaches in the history of Tennessee football that have never lost a game. Jim Chaney is one of them. And the other one is the coach that's joining us today, Coach Lance Decker. He is the head coach at Chattahoochee Middle School and the Fighting Beavers. Is that right, Coach? That's, that's right, Evan. Thank you. <laughs> and he is 150-0. Listen, I don't care what level of football you're coaching, whether that's middle school, high school, peewee football, it doesn't matter. 150-0 is impressive. And so congratulations, Coach, on such an illustrious career so far. Uh, we know that you got many years ahead of you still. Who You could reach 300-0 if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, probably will. It is It is remarkable, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome, uh, if I do say so myself. So thanks for the introduction. I'm excited to be with the Volbros today. You guys are awesome. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. So I guess what everybody really wants to know is, I mean, the man, the myth, the legend here, Coach Lance Decker, how did you get into the coaching profession to begin with? Yeah, well, that's a good question, Evan. Um, and I've been coaching my whole life, to be honest with you. Um, my dad was a coach. Uh, he coached at uh, Chattahoochee High School, uh, the Fighting Otters. Uh, George Decker, he was an Army major. We called him Major Decker. And uh, even I had to call him Major Decker. Uh, but he was a the coach there to, with the Fighting Otters at uh, uh, Chattahoochee High School. And then when, when I turned 16, I became the head coach at Chattahoochee Middle School. Uh, I was that good. I was able to start coaching when I was 16. And um, so that's how I got started. I've been coaching my whole life. It's in, it's in my blood. You know, I got coaching in my blood. A little bit of cholesterol also in there, but mainly coaching <laughs> is in my blood. Yeah. So if you started coaching when you were 16, that means you were in high school. Were you in high school at the place your dad was coaching and then coaching his feeder program from the middle school? Is that what was the, the arrangement there? That's right. I mean, we had we had the ultimate process, the recruiting process, getting them from middle school to high school. Um, I was so talented as a coach when I was a kid. I was diagramming plays and things when I was in preschool in my crib, even when I was little. I mean, just it was unbelievable. And so, yeah, I just uh, started coaching. He made me head coach when I was uh, uh, 16 because he was also the you know, athletic director uh, for both schools. And now uh, I'm the athletic director for the middle school uh, and the head custodian gotcha. as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it sounds like you're a prodigy if it's from the crib. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing it for a long time. And uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say I'm the best, but I mean, 150 no is pretty good. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. It's pretty close to perfection. So, Coach, when you think about your coaching career and early on in development, who would you consider your coaching role model or who was kind of influential in, in building you up as a coach? Yeah, well, um, that's an easy answer, Rustin, to be honest with you. I can think of, uh, of four individuals right now that impacted my coaching career in philosophy. One, the first one is me. Uh, just I inspire myself daily. And um, I, when I look at like the coaching that I did like years ago, and I think, well, God, that's some of the best coaching I've ever seen in my life. And then I implement it today as I'm coaching, right? So first, me, I, I'm the first, number one influence in my own coaching. Two is my dad, Major Decker. 
Uh, I mean, he's the one that taught me everything I knew about coaching when I was in, you know, diapers. And um, third is uh, Bobby O'Shea. Uh, he's the head coach from the movie Little Giants, uh, played by Rick Moranis. Um, just proof that uh, you don't have to have like the best talent, you know, to win football games. Um, and so <laughs> a lot of great leadership lessons there. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then fourth is just Al Pacino's character in any given time. <laughs> Those are my four coaching role models right there. Quite the paradigm between Rick Moranis and Al Pacino. Um, that, that's that, that those, those two things go, go pretty opposite of each other. So when you think about those four individuals, including yourself, um, what did you take from those people or what's one thing you took from one of those people that you implemented into your coaching style? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously I, I, I try to bring Pacino's, um, aggression and, uh, intensity, uh, combined with, uh, you know, Danny O'Shea's, uh, humility. Uh, and then, you know, my dad always had some great, you know, uh, one-liners for me. He always had some inspirational quotes that really kind of got to me. One of them was like, uh, he always say winners win because they don't lose, <laughs> you know, and that just stuck with me. And, Profound. And it's Profound. true. It's true. And, um, uh, so that's really kind of how it, it shaped me. And, and uh, that's what I pulled from those, those, uh, those three folks. Yeah. And then obviously, like you said, looking back on your prior years of coaching, what you took from yourself was just not to reinvent the wheel, but to continue to do what you've always done. Exactly. That's right. You just, because if you just keep winning, then you'll never lose. I mean, no one ever complains. No one, ever, no, no one complains about a 10 and 0 season. It's never <laughs> happened. So we've got some happy parents over at Chattahoochee Middle School. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I guess most people became accustomed and, and, and began to know you whenever you became the head coach at the University of Tennessee. Yeah. And that was, a you know, obviously a, a major coup for the university to have somebody who had never lost a game ever. Um, and if memory serves correctly, they got you at a pretty good price too, uh, for the university. Um, you know, I remember that from your, your opening press conference. So what was it? Just, just give, I know it wasn't a real long stint there at at UT, but seven uh, days. Yeah. Seven days. (laughs) Yeah. Um, sorry about that coach. Um, but, uh, what, what, what was it like those seven days? Like, Take us through the, the life of a head coach at Tennessee. What, what was that like for you to be the man? I'm surprised we didn't see yeah. you on like, you know, first Tennessee bank commercials or first horizon now, but um, you know, like in those Eastman chemical plant commercials, like mm-hmm. you were going to get to throw a, a, a bottle into a recycle bin, like all that kind of stuff on the, yeah. on the things. But um, what was it like to be the, the head coach for those seven days? That's a great question. And those were some of the things I was most looking forward to that I did not get to do during my seven days. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it was a great time. You know, I really expected them to really roll out the red carpet for me and all that kind of stuff. That didn't really happen, which I thought was interesting. It's almost like people didn't even know I was there. I mean, it was kind of <laughs> weird. Um, yeah. But I mean, they were all great. Everybody was really nice to me. Um, one of the I think one of the issues that we had there, which which I think is why they replaced me quick, is that, you know, coaching middle school is different than coaching collegiate athletes. 
Uh, Rustin, oh. you know, you've coached high school athletes. That's different than middle school. It's all different. And so, yep. um, you know, like I've said before, you know, we just we're accustomed to doing things differently. So, you know, a team uh, two days we were providing lunch, uh, but it was mainly, you know, uncrustables and, uh, <laughs> you know, packets of applesauce, things like that. And they just didn't just didn't jive with the players. They just weren't buying in to what we were trying the nutrition to nutrition staff didn't like that either. Nutrition staff was no, they were a real pain in the butt to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> oh man, just, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. No offense. No, I mean, they're great people, but, um, that, so that was one of the things that, you know, that we kind of butted heads about, uh, early on, but, uh, also my coaching philosophy, um, is like, we don't, you know, it's pretty aggressive. We don't punt. Um, uh, I, I pulled the punter off the team told them we don't need him anymore. And, <laughs> They didn't think that was a good idea either. So uh, we don't punt. We go forward on fourth down every single time. We usually get it. Um, and uh, so those types of things don't fit as well in the collegiate uh, football atmosphere. So, so let me ask you this then. So did Billy Napier come and watch your team play in preparation to play Tennessee this year? Because that was pretty much his approach during the game. I believe he did. And he, you know what, I, I loved. I would love to to help Billy Napier. If he, I'd be happy to help him a little bit. Um, I could be a role model for him, like I've been for so many others. So, now what he may not know, because he's probably not listening to this podcast, because you know, uh, is that I probably would intentionally uh, put some not so good things in there in the playbook, so that when he plays with us again, we'll That's smart. We got him. You know, see, see. It's a lot going on up here, Evan. Yeah, I see that. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, Coach, how does it feel to be one of only two people, you and Jim Chaney, which I'm, I'm a big Jim Chaney fan. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it feel to be one of only two people, you and Coach Chaney, who are undefeated at Tennessee? Well, you're a big Jim Chaney fan, and I, that makes just one of us. Because, <laughs> um, um, But it is, it is good to be in such company. Uh, of course, if you're in the same room as Jim Cheney, you're probably somehow near him. Um, but <laughs> the uh, here's the thing: for Jim, it was probably quite a, a special thing to say, "Hey, I'm undefeated at Tennessee." You know, for the half a game he coached or whatever it was. Uh, but for me, it's just another day. You know, I mean, I'm used to being undefeated. It's what I do. I mean, it's literally my name is Coach Lance Decker. 150 no, like it's, I had it legally changed <laughs> to have the 150 no at the end of my name. So like, it says it on the screen right now. So there you go. Look well, at that. Laws in Tennessee are pretty lax on that. It's, it's a pretty simple change. They are. So anyways, I'm used to it. A lot of po- folks are not used to it, but you know, it's just, it's just what I've done my whole life. I, you know, like Ricky Bobby, you get up in the morning and we pee excellence. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I actually wondered when you were talking about coaching influences, if maybe you might bring him up at some point, because because I felt like there were there was a definitely a Ricky Bobby vibe to to a lot of what you were saying. Well, I mean, I subscribe by the same values. If you ain't first, you're last. That's right. Second place is first loser. That's right. All right. Um, so let's talk about this season at Tennessee. So what were kind of your thoughts about how this season went for the Vols? I tell you what, it was it was a great season. For the Vols, I I can't remember a time I've been more excited about Tennessee football than I was this year. It was amazing from the first game to the last. I know we had a couple heartbreakers in there uh, with the uh, Gamecocks. I don't like to I don't like to talk about them and give them any kind of credit, uh, <laughs> but that was a rough one. But I tell you what, um, that Alabama game completely 
it will go down as the greatest day in my life. Uh, <laughs> I've still got my cigar here that I smoked that night. I kept the end of it here. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, there's the three bi biggest days of my life in order. This year, when we beat Alabama, the day I got married, and then my kid's birth. That's it. And Tennessee, Alabama was number one. Um, and all your kids share number three? They all share number three. That's right, because you know, there's no favorites. No favorites. Right. Uh, they're all sweet, cute little girls. Special little Al Wilson. She's a she's a real she's she's big one. She looks a little bit like Al. It's kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> Not sure what to think about that. To be honest with you, but <laughs> anyways, yes, that amazing season. Can't wait for next year. Josh Heupel is absolutely the guy for the job, and I I would love for him to call me up and maybe find a place for me on the staff. I, you know, possibly Needs a tight ends coach. There, see, I, and I know, and, and I, yeah, I mean, I can coach some tight ends. I was thinking maybe more minister of culture, kind of like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, uh, <laughs> uh, Mark McConaughey guy at Texas. Uh, so uh, yeah. Well, I'm speaking, stoked. speaking of Josh Heupel, mm -hmm. I, I know it's kind of a, a sensitive subject because mm -hmm. he was the person who replaced you as head coach. I did. He um, did. And I, I apologize for bringing that up in this setting. I, I probably shouldn't have. Sure. I didn't want to touch a nerve or anything there. Um, as a as a very successful football coach yourself, mm. what impresses you about Coach Heupel? Well, there's a lot of things. Um, he, you know, I, his offensive mind. That, that's what it is. I think that's the biggest thing for me. And and he abides by another philosophy that I also abide by that most people don't know about in coaching, which is whoever scores the most wins. Okay. It's valuable. That whoever is a really good po points, I've never thought about it that way. That's a really wins. good point. So the goal is to score as many points as you can, which we've done and have the number one scoring offense in the nation. Uh, the best. Why offense, anybody else thought of this? <laughs> well, I mean, I hope your podcast does well, but I don't want too many people watching this episode because they're going to find out point. some things, some secrets of the game. And, you know, but it's all right. That's all right. Yeah, whoever scores the most wins. And so Coach Heupel knows that. He employs that. He knows how to motivate his guys and get them to play. He loves Tennessee. You can see he loves Tennessee. And, um, you know, I mean, when's the last time there was a coach that beat Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney in the same season? That's a it's great legit. point. Legit. That yeah. is a great point. Yeah. I'm full of great points. <laughs> you are. I agree. I appreciate you guys. A well of great I'm points. I'm having so much fun right now. Thank you. <laughs> so when you think about the upcoming year, because it's never ever too early to talk about next season, yep. what's your what's your prediction for the 23 season? 13 and 0, Rustin. 13 <laughs> okay. and 0. Yep. No hesitation. That's what I'm talking about. Nope. 13 so you just so we're gonna stop after the conference championship game. We're not gonna progress on to the to the playoffs. Oh, sorry. I for, yeah, thirteen and zero regular season, fourteen and zero after the conference championship, fifteen and zero. I'm not sure how many games we get to play, but we're going to win them all, <laughs> and we're going to win a national title next year. It does feel like '98, fellas, uh, in it 2020, sure and it's going to be awesome. Joe Milton Heisman Trophy. Go ahead and set it up. It's going to happen. I know some people, some other folks that make videos that think they're funny have made jokes about him missing the deep ball. Hit, you know, hitting some camera people and, you know, hitting some people <laughs> in the stands. But yeah, who would do that? Good grief. I don't know. It's rude. It's rude. But I believe he's going to absolutely crush it next year. We got the best running back trio, I think, in all of college football. Jabari Small 
uh, Jalen Wright and Dylan Sampson. I mean, that reminds me of Charlie Garner and uh, Aaron Hayden and uh, does. James Stewart. Come on. Well, the way Jalen Wright runs the ball, man, he is a he is a tough fellow to bring down. That's for sure. He's and I saw last night on Twitter, some people were giving you some beef about that. And you finally were just like, hey, listen to me. I'm 150 and 0. And I was like, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Tell them. I didn't think I need to explain myself. You know, <laughs> like, do you know who Numbers I am? Numbers don't I mean, lie, people. Exactly. I mean, I've literally never lost a football game. Why would you question my assessment? Uh, of our it, offense, ignorance. I mean, probably going to have to. You're probably have to use some of that influence to get Joe the Heisman. I, I think there's a lot of national media members that are gonna, always going to make sure that no Tennessee player wins that thing. So you may have to flex a little bit of your your football muscle to coerce a few media members to come alongside on that one. I, that's a that's a good point, Rustin. You know what? Though? I've got some I've got some friends in some pretty low places, and so <laughs> Heisman committee. I could take care of some of the things there. All right. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But, uh, yeah. So, so, Coach, let me ask you about two of the games next year in particular. Uh-huh. Uh, we actually get South Carolina much earlier in the season, right. and it's at home. Mm-hmm. What do you think the atmosphere in Neyland Stadium is going to be like for that game? I think the stadium is going to explode. It's going <laughs> to be amazing because nobody – I don't know if anybody wants to beat another team as badly as Tennessee and their fans want to beat South Carolina. Shane, Shane, I don't know what it is about Shane Beamer. I don't know what it is, but um, a guy gets on my last nerve. And uh, <laughs> I heard, I heard Neyland's going to leave orange pit vipers on every single person's seat. So everybody can <laughs> don those when the game ends. Yes. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a, a huge game for us. I think we're going to dominate. I think we're going to, we're going to be so, mad from last year we're going to take it all out on them yeah well the other game i was going to ask you about so you know this year texas a&m obviously struggled and pretty much any other year when you see them on the schedule you'd be like oh man Mm -hmm. well this year we get them at home and it's after a bye week now i know they just hired bobby petrino but what do you think about that game and tennessee's chance i mean you said they're going to go undefeated so um but how, how bad do you think they're going to beat texas a&m off that after that bye week well i think it's going to be a pretty pretty good game actually i think texas a&m is going to be they're going to be ready to play but they're not going to they're not going to have what it takes to beat the balls they're just not all i can picture is bobby petrino showing up to a game and that neck brace you know <laughs> he's trying to coach and it's not nobody can understand what he's saying and uh um, <laughs> You know, Dumbo Fisher be on the sidelines, roaming back and forth, and 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 you know, dealing out nil money to his players on the field, and <laughs> it's just it's not going to come together for him. It's just not. That's the that's the biggest dumpster fire I've ever seen, and uh, the Vols are going to take care of business with the, the Aggies. I that's wonder if A and M's done their due diligence and made sure that Bobby Utrino actually can cross state lines. Like, does his parole allow for that? <laughs> or- <laughs> That's a legitimate question, Rustin. I think we should <laughs> dig into that. Maybe we can mm-hmm. we can keep him at home. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not intimidated by by Petrino. No. Well, Coach, I want to ask you one last question here, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure that you've probably become aware of this, and and uh, I don't know, maybe you got like a long lost brother or something. I don't know, but uh, a lot of people say that this guy right here. Josh Mancuso is your doppelganger. And I'm telling you, I can see it, coach. Uh, he looks a lot like you. 
Uh, have you ever heard about this guy? What, what are your thoughts about this guy? I mean, my goodness, he's got 95,800 followers on Instagram. Woo. He's, well, he's basically a celebrity. You know, if you ask me, I, you know, I, I've heard of him. I've seen his stuff. He's okay. I mean, you know, he's kind of funny sometimes. Uh, uh, handsome fellow. <laughs> I will say that he's a pretty handsome fellow. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he's got, he's got some good stuff there. I like his Tennessee Vols character. It seemed pretty good. Um, He's uh he he and I are not related though um he his man this man, man Mancuso you said is that how you I said believe it? I believe like that's that. it yeah 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 Mancuso um not related uh, I have a brother uh, his name is Daryl Decker uh, he's actually a pickleball coach so not the same guy <laughs> oh, nice. yeah but uh, is but that Chattahoochee Middle or high school uh high school and he also oh, okay gotcha teaches a senior class for for older folks um oh but, oh gotcha <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rustin, you could probably join in there if you want. Um, yeah, I saw a thing the other day that nude pickleball at a uh, naked resorts is a thing now. So um, you know anybody can play. Apparently, there's wow, something wow. you didn't think you'd hear on the podcast today. <laughs> no, but I'm sure glad I did. That's, <laughs> man, that's good. Yeah, this so, guy's pretty funny. He's pretty funny. Yeah, thanks. So for forget this Mancuso guy, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> where where do we get? a coach Lance shirt like you have on right now. How in the that's world do we get in contact with you? That's a nice, that's a, that's a high quality sweatshirt right here. It is really well-made uh, hand spun uh, fabric. I don't even know what that means. That's probably not true, but <laughs> it's a good sweatshirt. And I, I've got a website. Some people put together for me is coach Just my name. <laughs> there it is. Good job guys. Coach You got to go there. You can see some old, my videos. There he is. Wow, God, that was you know like a year or two ago. I looked a lot younger then, but um, everybody needs a Lance Dance shirt. Yeah, I, just, I have no idea what a Lance Dance is, but that there it is, right there. It's just a dab. Okay. All I did was steal the dab and claim it as my own Lance <laughs> Dance. So that's smart. That's hey, trend, trend surfing there. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it works. If you're the guy with the shirt and you're the one wearing it in the moment, you can call whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, go back up there, uh, right there. See that quote by Coach Lane Kiffin? Can't stop laughing. This is awesome. Uh-huh. It's a real that's a quote big deal. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is funny because that's that's what I say every time I watch him in a press conference. Uh, so <laughs> I see the quote next to it by Eric Ainge. After all the publicity he got in the last week from Georgia fans, do you still want that up or do you want to take that down? <laughs> what, what do they say in Hollywood? All publicity is good publicity. So there you go. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it, but uh, hey, yeah, coach, my, f my favorite thing on your site is on your store. You got a bunch of great options here. I do. I love, I love the dab sticker. That's pretty good. Yeah. But my favorite thing is He's this, all about the fighting beavers, the, the Chattahoochee middle school fighting beaver shirt. I'm going to zoom in so people can see this up close here. Look at that. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You ever seen a beaver play football? That's a fierce I have beaver. <laughs> yeah, he's mad. Somebody just pinched him or something because he's mad. He's ready to go. And I, uh, I'd love for you guys to come down and catch a game next fall in Chattahoochee. Absolutely. Yeah, we would love that. Hey, we, and this, this shirt, man, it's only twenty dollars. That's awesome. Nineteen ninety nine. Can't beat that price. That's a steal. I'm just giving it away, really. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. So, I, and it comes in different colors as well. If you're, you know, so. Hey, I'll show that to. All the people. If you're if you're yeah, listening you. to this on an audio pod on the audio podcast, which we're available on multiple platforms, audio podcast, make sure you go check out a video podcast on YouTube because this shirt, man, it's in like 
We got a cool yellow, a dark gray. We got some options with this shirt. So be sure to check out the video of it so you can see it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys for highlighting my merchandise. Uh, it is, uh, I love seeing people wearing their Coach Lance shirts. And, and listen, you too can be undefeated uh, in your life. Uh, when you put on this Coach Lance sweatshirt, you can live your day undefeated every day. And I'm sure, a percentage of those, I'm sure a percentage of those proceeds go to supporting the Chattahoochee Middle School football program, correct? They do. We don't have a lot of financial support, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot of high-paying jobs in Chattahoochee, so our <laughs> booster program is a little, little low. But uh, Your NIA is not looks pumping like out some money for yeah, yeah, PTA is. I'm also the PTA president. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I wear a lot of hats at Chattahoochee. You're a busy guy up there, Coach. I am. Yeah, I am, but, you know. Well, Jay Coach, I have a surprise for you. Um, oh. we, we do this for every guest who comes on our show. Uh, we are going to send you a shirt for free that looks like this. An honorary bro, because yes. anybody who comes on our show as a guest is now an honorary bro. And so I'm going to, I'm going to pull up, uh, on our site here. This is what it looks like right here. Mm. I'll zoom in so people want to see it here. Uh, so I'm going to send you uh, a link and an email and, and you can pick which color you want. Uh, you are now an honorary bro coach Lance Decker. And so, uh, we appreciate you being with us so much. I appreciate it guys. <laughs> That's, uh, it's a real honor. It really is. And I'll wear that. I'll wear that sucker every day. Thank you. Thank That's you. the expectation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, we appreciate that. You brought me to tears here and I don't, that's not something I'm proud of. I don't cry a lot. Uh, only at weddings. Hey, real, real men cry. That's what I've been told on Twitter. But so thank you for the honorary bro. That means a lot. It really does. Thank you. Well, thank you all so much for watching today. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're on an audio podcast, there are very few times in life when you get to hear such words of wisdom from people who have, you know, evidential proof of their success. And, and we had that with us today, 150 and O lifetime career as a coach, coach Lance Decker from the time he was 16 years old. And so we so appreciate everybody joining in. Uh, we'll be Rustin and I'll be live tomorrow after the Tennessee or Tennessee, Kentucky game. We'll probably go live tomorrow night. We'll post on social media to let you know when that is Oh, Speaking of that, I actually have one last question for you, coach Lance. I'll bring it on. I remember hearing from you that John Calipari actually came and watched one of your practices. <laughs> so what do you think about his job this year as Kentucky's head basketball coach? Yeah. Well, he didn't take enough notes when he came down, did he? Uh, apparently not. You're right. Yeah. Uh, he came down there uninvited. Like, again, nobody <laughs> said he could come down there and watch my practices. We were shocked. We're like, he's a basketball coach. What are you doing here? But he had never seen yeah. such perfection. He never seen well, I understand. such uh, motivation. And so he came and he took, and, you know, I saw him over there with his, he was taking pictures with his phone and, uh, and <laughs> he so had like sunglasses just, on and stuff. Trying he did. To hide. He did. But I know yeah. it was him. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, I'm, I just can't wait to the Vols play uh, Kentucky, I believe, this weekend. Is that right? No. Tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon. Jersey tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> All right, we're going to tear them apart. Tear them apart. Let's you heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Coach Lance predicting major major victory tomorrow. 
You betcha. We appreciate everybody so much for joining us. Here's what's about to happen. We're about to disappear from the screen. It's going to be like magic. We're, we're entering the train, not entering the transfer portal, but we're going to, we're going to disappear from the screen in just a moment. And across the middle of the screen, you're going to see three uh, different links right in the middle of the screen. You, you just got to hear coach Lance's predictions for this season. Well, Rustin and I did a video uh, last week. I think it was beginning of last week where we gave our predictions for next year. And so that'll be in the middle of the screen. And to the left of that will be a subscribe button to our channel. We hope you do that. And that Josh Mancuso guy, uh, we'll give him some props too. Uh, and so on the screen, on the right-hand side, will be a circle that you can click to subscribe to Josh Mancuso's channel. Um, I'm sure Coach Lance would, would appreciate that too. It's his doppelganger, you know, shows support for Coach Lance at the same time. So um, we appreciate Absolutely. you so much, Coach Lance, for joining us. Uh, we hope that you have a fantastic weekend ahead of you. And we'll see everybody next time on the Vol Bros. Thank you, Russ. Thank weekend. you, Evan. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, text a buddy. Text a buddy, just like Danny White said. Let him know about Coach Lance and let him know about uh, Vol Bros podcast. Go Vols, baby. Bye, everybody. Coach Lance, you want to give us a dab to send us out? I just thought about that. Oh, absolutely. That's the way you end the show right there. That's, That's what I'm talking it. about. <laughs> <laughs>